welcome to the Romance Readers Seeking Best Sellers podcast. I'm romance author Isabel Peterson. And I'm book blogger, author assistant, uh, graphic artist, and jack of all <laughs> trades, Becca Manuel. And we, we love to love. read romance. Romance! <laughs> we're, we're all about romance over here. We are. Uh, we tend to talk to best-selling authors about their best-selling journey uh, to their status, and today we have a little bit different twi- uh, twist on that, but we also... We talk about books and that nobody seems to be talking about, and books that aren't yet bestsellers written by authors who aren't, aren't yet a quote best-selling author, but we think they should be. Absolutely. So join us on the search for best-selling romances, current ones, and ones that should be. And this show is as much for the readers as it is for us. If you have feedback, questions, suggestions, comments, opinions, or whatever, reach us by email or through our contact page from our website. Links will be in the show notes. And if you want to go beyond the podcast, join us on Patreon for just $3 a month, where you have bonus contents, giveaways, book club meetings, and so much more. And we'll talk more about the Patreon later, but what do you say, Becca? Are you ready? I am. I'm ready, Liz. Let's do this. All right. So, Becca, last week was our book club discussion on Patreon about Trusting You by Daphne Elliott. And it was fun, just the two of us. Yeah, it was just the two of us. (laughs) But that's okay. That's because okay. we love this book and uh, we had plenty to talk about. <laughs> and we talk about books all the time anyway. <laughs> even if we weren't, I think even if I wasn't a writer and you didn't work for authors, we still would. Oh, yeah. Thousand yeah. percent. <laughs> yeah. So I, I can, my kids, my kids always say mom can bring up a book in any conversation. Yeah. She can tie a book into any conversation <laughs> that we're having. So, yes. I would definitely be that person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So if you are thinking about joining Patreon for less than a cup of coffee, you can join. and $3 a month. Yeah. You can join and be on the next uh, book club discussion. Becca, have we chosen a book yet? For the next one? No, not yet. We're going to have to. Yeah. We decide right now or should we decide later? Uh, Let's do it later. Okay. (laughs) All right. So listeners. I have too many to look. Check out our website. We'll put um, information up there. Um, also we'll... in our, our Facebook group. We'll definitely right. have it up in the Facebook group. And who knows, we might have it in the show notes now. So give a tap, give a scroll, take a peek. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's our... been a crazy week. It was a crazy week for all of us. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. For so, uh, so many reasons. Because you guys, are, you were in the South where you're getting hit with the weather we should have in the North. Right. <laughs> Us crazy uh, Texans do not know how to drive in ice and snow and everything else. Well, not for nothing. Connecticuters don't know how to drive in the ice and snow either, <laughs> but we're, we at least have the equipment. You have to more, yeah, it. you have, you have the equipment and more chances to, to practice than we do. More, yeah, yeah, more experience. <laughs> so, um, uh, well, I'll touch real quick on this. This is exciting. So our mm-hmm. first uh, round of grant applications. It's now closed. Yeah. We're not accepting any more applications. Um, but we had what five five applications. We, did. we yeah. had five applications. Um, most names I you know new to me names. 
and one actually it was not a new to me name which was that was kind of fun <laughs> mm -hmm. and um but we aren't voting becca and i don't vote we send the list of applicants um to all of our past uh guests and they are going to vote mm -hmm. and we will we're going to give them a couple of weeks to read through all that stuff and we will make the announcement on march 6th on our episode on march 6th so Yay. you won't want to miss that one that's exciting and uh, I think that's the housekeeping stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah that's. What are so, you reading? what am I reading? Well, <laughs> I am. Um, like, like I said, my goal for this year was to go back and read all of my one clicks from my mm -hmm. go-to authors. And how's that from challenge last year. going? And uh, so I am on a Samantha Chase uh, readathon right now, and I uh, she has a new series. Well, her newest series that's come out, uh, it's called The Donovans, mm -hmm. and it's about mm -hmm. a um, a group of siblings uh, that live in Laurel Bay, South Carolina, and um, so it's three brothers and two sisters and it's hilarious and I'm having so much fun with this series and so I am um, on the third book in the series right now which is Save Me that just came out uh, yesterday so um, so I've been doing that um, yeah I've been on a Samantha Chase and Kelly Elliott I'm, I'm really big into the small town, small town family saga kind of things. Those are my jam. Gotcha. So, so those two authors are my go-to authors for that, those type of uh, reads. So I'm super well, excited about that. Well, you have to read the one we took, the one I recommended to you last week though, too, our uh, last time with uh, Jamie Albright. Yeah. You will love, mm -hmm. love, I mean, a rock star in a small town. I'm sorry. And the writing is just so good. I'm actually Sorry, I didn't know. I don't want to step all over you. Are you were you done? No, we, no. Okay, done, I'm just going to jump in. And if you remember another one that you want to talk about, just no. interrupt me. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I was just like, because it reminded me. I was, I'm, yeah, I'm reading the second book in the uh, Brides on the Run uh, series by Jamie Albright. Uh, she was the one I recommended to you last mm -hmm. week. Um, this one's Running with a Sweet Talker, Enemies to Lovers. So, so much fun. So, opposites to a child, opposites attract to an enemies to lover. And, oh my God, Jamie is just such a great author. I love, love all of her words she does such an awesome job and um i am almost finished with the second book in the porn stars falling in love series and oh my god it's just <laughs> so i can't every time i talk to izzy this week she's like becca you have, have you read it yet? no i haven't ever read you it know, yet. And here's the thing like and it kind of struck me a couple of nights ago as i was reading just an insanely hot sex scene Oh my God, with Bellamy and Noel. <laughs> and it struck me as most of the time, I think with, with H.B. Lynn's books, um, or at least, you know, the two that I've read now, the sex, you almost forget you're reading sex, the mm -hmm. sex in the sex scenes. It's so emotional and so well organized and um, it's, it's intense. And I mean, super sexy. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's hot beyond. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like you kind of almost forget there's just so much emotion and um, just awesome stuff in it. So I can't say enough about that series. <laughs> so um, and then uh, I'm almost done reading the Unleashed series. That's um, author's books on marketing by uh, Robert J. Ryan. So. Oh, and then oh, been... I also forgot. I'm, yeah. I'm also reading uh, Chaos 
which oh. will be um, mm -hmm. Kendall Alexander's new book that's coming out next week. Um, so we were lucky enough to get an arc of that. And so I'm diving into that too. And, and it Kendall looks like Alexander's. my reading might open up and I'm going to be able to squeeze that win in. I'm hoping to, but yeah. In, yeah, in the middle of all the writing I do all day and then the, the house yeah, stuff. It's their, the... <laughs> it's, their, it's their MC uh, series. So right. yeah, it's really good. So. And I'm not good. a huge, I, I'm not, I don't do a lot of MC, but I do. I don't either, but I, I do Alexander. love this series. Yeah, I it's Kendall, so. Yeah, you gotta got love Kendall Alexander. My gosh, I get just, ah, so excited. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I might be able to get that one in. So I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. So. And so book world news. There has been uh, quite a bit of stuff going on sometimes. The world just kind of works in mysterious ways and we're already scheduled for Megan Vernon today for our episode. And just a couple of days ago, Susan Stoker posted a very heartfelt post about the ups and downs of being an indie author. Is uh, You have that post, don't you? Can you go ahead I do. and read that? Yeah. Um, and coming from an author, like this just hits so many feels. So yeah, so here it goes. This are, these are Susan Stoker's words. Not mine, but then we're going to discuss them real quick. So for those of you that have missed the post, um, anyway, so she writes, I'm tired, y'all. With every month that goes by, I get more and more tired of it all. I got to thinking why I was so tired and came up with a few reasons. First world issues I know, but I'm sure, er, and I'm sure this will pass. But if anyone is feeling the same, overwhelmed with all the things, you know you aren't alone. Okay, so now we get to the reasons, ready? Mm -hmm. Write faster. Write in third person. No, wait, people like first person better. If you write series, consider a standalone because those are selling really well and it's what publishers want. And if you write standalones, you should write a series because readers love those. But don't write a cliffhanger because readers hate them even though they sell really well. You need to offer exclusive content on your website and in your newsletter. Oh, and Patreon and Kickstarter too because readers want all the cool extra stuff. You need special edition covers for those who don't like Manchester covers, and so people can show them on TikTok too. And don't forget about hard covers and large print. If you want to be noticed by big publishers, you should consider doing illustrated covers. Be sure to answer your emails and messages promptly, like within a day, otherwise it's rude. And answer them all, no matter how long it takes, because again, you don't want to be rude. Don't get upset if someone tags you in a negative review or emails it to you because reviews are for readers, not you. And if you go online and complain about anything, you'll be labeled as a baby. You should be in KU so people can get your book free, but don't disappoint your other readers uh, who are on other platforms. Platforms, yeah. Yeah. And ads, you have to do all the ads, Facebook, BookBub, AMS. Spend at least 30% of your income because if you don't, no one will find your book. Audio is where it's at. So you have to do that for sure because some people don't have time to read, only listen. Foreign translations are on the up and coming thing. So you should definitely do that too. Oh, events too. Readers will only love you if they can meet you, but they don't want to have to travel for more than 20 miles. So you have to go to them. <laughs> and that includes your international readers. You have to go to their country too. You should offer signed paperbacks. So a store that you run out of your house is good. Don't forget social media. You should be everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Discord, TikTok, Instagram. And if you have a post, if you have to post new content three times, oh wait, and you have to post new content three days a week or three times a day, ah, three times a day in order to get any traction. My brain is frying, sorry. No, it's fine. 
You should have a PA to run things for you, which means you'll have to manage that employee, but it'll be worth it to save time. Swag, you need to have all the cool swag to give away for free because, again, readers like free stuff. Be sure to put on makeup and look beautiful in those videos you're posting on TikTok. Otherwise, they won't go viral. Find who the influencers are and pay them to make a video promoting your book so you can be noticed. Don't get involved in in drama, but if you don't comment it, you'll be considered insensitive. Have a lot of contests where you give away free books because it's exposure. Oh, and there are tons of pirate sites out there. You have to send takedown notices to each and every one of them. But if they don't take down your book, don't complain about it publicly because no one likes a whiny author and those readers aren't buying your books anyway. Be careful not to piss off Amazon because they could yank your account away without any reason or way to get it back. Don't complain about royalty rates publicly because readers just want to read. They don't want to hear about all the behind the scenes stuff. Don't care about making a list. They don't matter, but they don't matter. Besides, they're taking them all away from indies anyway. Say yes to every interview and blogger who wants you on their website because, again, it's exposure. Make sure to have lots of fun graphics, maybe a trailer video because you can't catch a reader's, because that can't catch a reader's eye. Wait, did I read that right? Make sure to have a lot of fun graphics and maybe a trailer video because that can catch a reader's eye. Fix all your reviews so you can find out what you did wrong so you can fix it with the next book, but don't ever complain about the low ones. Don't write about cliff, about characters different from you because you'll be called out for getting something wrong, but be sure to be inclusive so you don't piss off readers and reviewers. Watch what you say to others because you could be labeled as too far left or too far right and lose readers. Send out newsletters regularly, but don't do it much because it'll irritate readers and they'll mark you as spam. spam. Oh, and <laughs> somewhere in there, finish writing your book exactly who's tired (laughs) so tired it's exactly yes it's all of it and on top of all of that they have to have a life they have families they have you know husbands wives kids a house house, animals (laughs) you know everything that they have to take care of on their daily yeah on top of all that And, you know, and this is something that's, um, that has been talked about a lot in the reader world, especially it really started to become big, probably about five, six years ago is Mm -hmm. this reader mentality of that they're owed something, you know, it's like, well, I buy your book. So you owe me, you know, to get this to me as, you know, the biggest down, the biggest thing that makes the authors that I've worked with on their release day, when they are so happy is, you know, because people are reading their books and are saying great things about them, but then the next thing to come out. So when is the next book going to be here? Right. Before, There's I no mean, this, this book hasn't even been out for 24 hours and people are already asking, when is the next book going to be here? Right. And, and, and yeah, it's yeah, like, it takes us authors sometimes, you know, some, for some authors, it takes weeks to write a book and get it properly edited and that is awesome I'm very envious of that it takes me a very long time and thankfully my that is my closest readers they don't push me right because otherwise I I don't know I don't know what I would do um I write on my timeline (laughs) that's it right um but yeah all this like constant pushing it's it it has to be you wonder about burnout right Right. And in the middle of all this, you know, like all the things that Susan was talking about, she just moved from from Tennessee up to Mm -hmm. Maine. So she, you know, like for weeks, she had to like tell people, look, 
if yeah. you want something, you better get it from me now because I'm not going to be able to do it for the three weeks. And then as soon as her store went down, people started complaining, how come yeah. I can't buy anything? How come I yeah. can't get stuff? You know, and it's like she gave people warning, but they're like, and, and here's the, yeah. cra- here's the, here's the best part about this. I really, really wish readers would, one, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of authors out there yeah. writing what you want to read. Right. It's not that there's just thousands of romance authors. The number of authors in every specific genre, trope, subgenre, et cetera, and so on, there are so, so many. And there's tens, hundreds of thousands of books you can read. They don't right. always have to be the one. And you might discover, and that's why Becca and I love reading a lot of these un, they're un, indie authors, undiscovered. Unknown, undiscovered. And some of them have been around for, like me, 10 years right. and, you know, have no notoriety really there are so many out there that you can fill that time with and not have to you know and I mean it's not like it's not like when 10 years ago when we started where a book an author only released one book a year yeah or you know it's it's not like that so and there are still some of the big authors that do only do that books a year and it's awesome Right. Because, you know, they can, and, and imagine though, too, as a reader, if you're not constantly badgering your author, your favorite authors for their next favorite book, maybe they can slow down a little bit and write even a more fantastic, more mind blowing right. book. If they have right. the time to sit down a little bit with it instead of, oh, they, they want the next one next month and just the self pressure and everything else. It's, yeah, it's I had one author, I had one author that, um, you know, she really had a lot of things that, went wrong in her life last year you know it was like everything and so she had to keep um you know pushing back her dates and stuff like that and so you know when she finally did get the book out people complained because it wasn't long enough or it wasn't you know and it's like okay you know she put every Mm -hmm. sweat and tear into getting that out so that people wouldn't complain and then they end up complaining because it's not long enough and it's like well if you wouldn't have been pushing you know it's like you know it's like one of those kind of things you know and so it's like yeah people just need to remember that but yeah oh and that yeah and and also it's like yeah i was saying it takes us some of us like weeks to write a book or some of us years to write a book and it takes Mm -hmm. some of these readers a day to read those hundreds of hours thousands of hours sometimes to write right. that book and publish it <laughs> well, and they're done you know, in a day and it's like ah oh, slow down read it um you know i i have a i have a youtube channel that has all the trailers that i've done on and i saw that i got a message on one of the trailers the other day so mm-hmm. i went in and looked at it and somebody had commented oh this is a great trailer where can i get this book in pdf so i can read it for free ah. and i was like uh, you can get it from Amazon or any of these retailers. And if you get it any other way, you're stealing. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, you know, it's like you yeah. have to deal with that on top of everything else is people trying to get your book for free and, and don't realize that, you know. That's another, I maybe this is a topic for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's this whole, like, I want it for cheaper. I want it for free, 99 cents. If you've priced your book at 499, you're greedy. If you write a book that is a trilogy at, with cliffhangers, you're greedy. But like, honestly, the books are 399, 499. How much do you spend for a, a Frappuccino at Starbucks or even All a right, Happy much, Meal at, at McDonald's? I mean, even now, 
movie tickets are fourteen, fifteen dollars, you know, yeah. and that's only for two hours, two to three hours of entertainment exactly. with a book. You know, you've got and they're not doing 10, and then, 15 and then hours they and do, you can reread them. And, and some won't do uh Kindle Unlimited because they're like, Oh, I, I think that's ridiculous. So no none of there's no great authors in there. There's a shit ton of fabulous yeah. authors. Some are best selling authors and yes. just deciding to they rotate into mm-hmm. KU. But and right. that's only eleven dollars with tax a month. That's right. cheaper than Netflix right? yeah. or Hulu. Yeah, or any of those. You know, and 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 the constant complaining about yeah, the 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 amount um that the books cost, that's we're we we as authors spend money for cover designers, developmental mm-hmm. editors, line editors, proofreaders, uh launch releases. We sometimes pay for PAs, we pay for graphic design, we pay for right. video trailers, we it's pay a for lot. all these things, thousands of dollars before and then the book ads is even out. And everything and then else that goes ads. on top of then ads. And you have and... to give away a ton of free books. It's kind of like Susan was yeah. saying, give away, give away, give away. They all want for free. Oh, and the swag. Um, but it's like, yeah, they want all this stuff for free and or as cheap as cheap as can be. And it's like we just we're trying to recoup what we made to put right. that book out. And a lot of people and a lot of readers, yeah, and a lot of readers don't realize that at signings, these authors pay for their tables. Yeah, you know, so they're paying three to five hundred dollars for a a table at a signing, and the swag, and the swag, and and the books, books. and then the hotel and and airfare and everything like that. So, I mean, a a signing could easily put an author into over twenty five hundred dollars in oh, their right. cost at least Absolutely. if not more yeah so yeah there's yeah, just there's a, a lot, lot behind that and so reader dear reader <laughs> next time you're you think about reaching out to your favorite author to pressure them for either the book when is the book going to be on sale are you going to have it for free uh when is the next book in the series going to be out um what other things can we think of <laughs> from the long 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 or long, yeah long list. um do us a favor, write a review on the book you just read, post that yeah. review, and that'll take you just a few minutes. It doesn't have to be a book report. You don't have nope. to re-describe the entire book and give names and dates and locations and fun stuff that happened. Just say, I love this book. It kept me up all night. I love the pace. I love the writing, whatever, and move on. And, um, move on. and find a new author. I'm not saying a new bestseller. Maybe you'll right. find the future bestseller, and when you find that book, message Becca and me and tell us about it. Right. And we'll point you in the right direction. And maybe we'll have you on the show and we can talk about it together. Exactly. So yeah, sending virtual hugs to all authors out there who are feeling all of that pressure. We see you. We do. (laughs) We do. And hopefully readers will start to see that big picture too. So thank you, Susan, also for putting out that incredible post because it's- So rings true. She's not alone. A lot of authors uh, are feeling that. Yeah. And they need author business managers to keep them in line and help to alleviate some of the burden of all these things like posting on all the social media. So what do you say, Becca? Should we bring Megan uh, on? Yeah, let's talk to Megan. All right, Megan. We're coming for you. In Dalton by Bella Stone, former Navy SEAL Dalton Nimmis Knight thought he had it all. A Navy career that he loved, his SEAL team brothers and her, his Lena. The war on terror proved him wrong. It cost him everything, including his wife. With his trust broken, he had to find a new way forward and a new system that he could believe in. 
Eventually, he picked the shattered pieces of his broken heart up off the floor and built Nemus Inc. from the ground up. Now he makes the rules, he signs the checks, and his heart is off the table for good. Nobody is ever going to get close enough to destroy him again. For years, Lena Maxwell has watched him from the shadows, cheering his successes and mourning his losses. He's always been hers, and she's always been his. Neither anger nor distance can change that. The time has come to gather her courage and fix the wrongs of the past. In leaving him, she protected him the only way that she could. Lena needs Nemes to see that she did not betray him and that she still loves him with everything that she is. Her bosses and her mission will not allow her to make contact. Her whole life is an illusion. She no longer has an identity, no longer has a name. As far as anyone, including her husband, is concerned, she never existed at all. Just when Lena is ready to ignore her orders and step silently out of the dark, a terrorist wages war on Eastern Europe. With Nemesis running headfirst into danger, she will use every contact and source in her network to protect him. Will showing him that she's still alive destroy not only their memories, but any chances that they might have of a future? Will his mission be the bandage to fix two broken hearts, or will it finally destroy them both? Book one in the Nemesis Inc. Alpha Team series by Bella Stone is free for a limited time only. Make sure to grab your copy today. Okay, here we are. Welcome to the show, everybody. Today, we have a very special guest, and her name is Megan Vernon. And uh, I have known Megan for quite, uh, I've known of her, and we've gone in passing. We're both uh, here in Texas, and uh, we've seen each other here and there. And um, I know Megan as an author, but she is also a author coach. And uh, so we're going to talk oh, to her a, a little business bit manager, right? yeah, A business manager, yeah. Business and, manager. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk to Megan today about um, what goes into being an author business coach. And um, so welcome to the show, Megan. Thank you for having me. We're Yay. excited to have you. So tell so, us a little bit about... Yeah what goes into, yeah, what this business is and how, how you uh, fit into the book world in that aspect. So, um, you know, like Becca said, I've been writing forever. <laughs> um, my first book came out in 2011, um, but then, you know, 2020 happened and I think shook everyone in this yeah. world. Yeah, um, it's still shaking people. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was trying to navigate that world, um, and an author had approached another um, friend about working for her, doing like her social media and such. And she's like, "Well, I don't have time, but maybe this is something Megan wants to get into because she's been kind of struggling to find her place." Um, so it started out where this author, who is Melinda Chase, who owns um, Whiskered and Witchy Mysteries, so I also do the business management for the publisher. Um, she was like, you know, if you want to start doing this and I'm doing this publishing house. Um, so I came on to do, first I started with just social media and then it became, I was doing so much more than just social media. I was, you know, getting arcs out. I was, um, I've been doing acquisitions. So like I got every 
we partnered with an audiobook company to get everyone in the publishing house audiobooks recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeking out those opportunities where it's not PR, but it's also like the business end of it with publishing, which I think sometimes people forget about. Right. Yeah. A, a lot of people, I think, you know, authors, they just write the book and they put it up and that's, you know, it's magically how a book comes <laughs> onto Amazon, but they don't know all the steps and all the things you have to go through in order to get a book published. And, and especially, you know, new authors, they get a little lost in that world. So. And then there's, you know, people take shortcuts and some people just avoid stuff altogether. Like, I don't like marketing, so I don't market. (laughs) I need to, but yeah. You know, I found that I'm also better at marketing for other people than I am myself. I was actually, I was at a book signing and I was sitting with Jess Bryant and the waitress was like, what are you all here for? And I was like, we're here for a book signing. And if you like shifters, this is Jess's book. (laughs) You just told me. You know, you're right, though. There is something to that. Like when it's easier to promote somebody else than it is yourself. I I know I have uh, an easier time when I go to book signings with other author friends of mine. And yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. (laughs) So how does then doing what um, being an author business manager, how does that differ from being a PA? So I think that a PA you kind of do what the author wants. Um, I'm kind of, can I swear on this show? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. I'm, Hell yeah. I'm more of a bitch um, where <laughs> it's not just, it's not just, you know, PAs, I think will, you know, they'll do social media, they'll reach out in groups, but I go above and beyond that where I'm like, all right, you need this book out and I'm going to also find we're going to get this book in audio. You need this book translated. I'm going to contact, because I've been in the business so long, you know, I know publishers in foreign languages. I know translators. Um, recently, we started doing more with Radish, the app. Um, mm-hmm. Just finding these other things that kind of goes above and beyond a PA or something where an author might be like, oh, I didn't even think about doing that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, really um so what are some of the things that that authors probably overlook the most when when they're you know trying to get a book out or you know what's what's the one thing that you would recommend to an author to maybe step out of their comfort zone with trying to get their books out there so this is this is what you're going to hear a lot but people don't listen to it is if you're an author you need to write the damn book <laughs> Right, (laughs) And I think especially if you have a series, you need to finish it. Um, I think too many authors are focused on everything else. They're like, oh, I need a social media. I need my branding, but they don't finish writing the book. Mm -hmm. And that's where sometimes you have to relinquish control a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's where PAs, business managers, that type people come in, or you got to sit on it and you got to finish the book before you publish it and have a plan when it comes out. Can't. So you write the book, then you got to have a plan. You can't just be like, mm, you know, I'm going to put a pre-order up. My book's not done, but it'll be done that date, which a lot of people do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them do. And so you work with how many authors? So, oh, goodness. Um, so I have Melinda Chase, and then there are about 10 authors on the press, 10, 11. Okay. And are they, most, are they mostly romance, or do you also go into other genres? Oh, there's actually, if you go through the whole list of all those favorite books, there's 
there's romance, there's paranormal romance, there's a lot of cozies. Um, okay. Press, which took me a while to jump from romance to cozies. Um, so romance readers are very voracious. Um, they're also hard to sway to try something new. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. I've, I've discovered that. <laughs> new um, so trying to do the same thing I did for romance with cozies, I had to put on a different hat. And I've realized how much cozy readers don't get approached like romance readers. So I approach a bookstagram around cozies and they're like, what, you want to send me a book? They're very- So what's, what's cozy? Um, so cozy mysteries are like mysteries without the gore. Um, oh, okay. Like a Hallmark mystery. <laughs> okay. Which With kitty cats. <laughs> romance have moved on to cozies. Um, I don't know if 2020 hit a lot of people, but I've had- since people found out I work for this press, I have had so many authors and like big authors, big romance authors saying, you know, I'd really like to write a cozy. Can I kind of pick your brain? So I ended up with Melinda. We actually did a like how to write a cozy class too. Oh, that's fine. cool. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of excellent. the above and beyond of a PA doing a cozy course. And <laughs> Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I would say what surprised you most about switching about the differences between being on the manager side versus being on the author side? Like, I know you, you might have like started it with one thing in mind, but did anything really surprise you out of left field? Um, I thought it would be temporary. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I Three years was, later. Yeah, I thought this was a temporary thing. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this for a little while. I get back on my feet. And then I realized how much I enjoy it. I do enjoy writing. Um, I hated the marketing for myself, but I really enjoy marketing and helping other people. I think it comes from the former teacher in me, <laughs> but that's, go. that's what surprised me the most that I enjoy it and don't want to leave. <laughs> do you, how, how do you see um, like the market now versus like before pandemic? Like how much has, has reading, you know, readers changed over like our, 2019 reader versus a reader today are they more aggressive are they yeah what kind of stuff have you seen that's changed in the market so a lot a lot more weird stuff has come out um, yeah <laughs> if a 2019 reader told me they were really into blue aliens I'd have been like mm -hmm. what yeah um, and I don't or know if it's the pandemic or what but there's so much more monster romance out there um there sure are there, there's so much more accepting of different things too um and I think I think TikTok brought out a lot of those readers who like dark romance who like monsters who like these different things that pre-2020 I would never believed if you would have told me that you're gonna find Ice Planet Barbarians on the Walmart shelf yeah yeah <laughs> Or or milking minotaurs and all that good stuff. <laughs> and I've, I'll be honest, I've read them all. <laughs> yeah, I, that was something. Um, I think during the pandemic, my uh, my own reading really evolved because I had more time. Number one, to read, and so I could kind of open myself up to other genres that I never really went into. And I did read my first alien romance during that time, and I actually really liked it. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't anything like I thought it was going to be, but um, I think people just had more time to kind of open up and 
and make things available to themselves that they probably didn't have the time to do before. And it's a good uh, thing, you know, a lot of those, like, so Ice Planet Barbarians, what, 28 books? Wow. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a super a mega and, you know, series. It was something where I didn't want a lot of, um, I don't know, trying to think of what it says. I didn't want a lot of girth to my books. I didn't want to think. <laughs> so yeah, they're, right. they're one of those, and I think, I think readers found more in that type of escapism and monsters and even think that's where cozy mysteries picked up where a lot of romance writers switch because they're like i just i can't write romance right now i can't even think about it so they're like i'm gonna dive into a mystery yeah that makes sense yeah very much what does a day in the life of megan vernon business manager author business manager look like well so i'm in texas and i do have um two kids in middle school and elementary school so I'm, I'm the crazy person who's up at 5.30 every day. Um, <laughs> that's by that's the time, too early. <laughs> so by the time I get the kids to school, um, get myself ready to have my coffee, which my husband makes my coffee every morning. Um, love him. So mm-hmm. by about 8 o'clock, I can sit down at the computer. Um, I check emails. I check Discord, which is um, like a chat server that I have Mm -hmm. for the authors, um, check to make sure there's anything in there. So the big thing I try is, which was hard for me coming from like being an author is I tried to be almost less available. So I do my hours. It even says, if you email my business email, I work eight to three every day, um, central standard time. So if I get an email after then, um, I try not to answer it until the next day, usually. good for you (laughs) which was a hard thing to do but I had if I was going to go into this I knew I had to set hours for myself um right so boundaries are good I'll I'll be doing that so eight you know I check all my emails then by nine ten o'clock I usually um if it's you know the middle of the month I will go through all the social medias if it's toward the end of the month I'll use either Facebook Metasuite or Canva, and I schedule out each author's social media there, which are both great tools that every author in PA should use. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've, they have I've been a... looking at some. I'm trying to figure out which one I like and why, and then I get distracted. <laughs> I schedule it out for a month in advance um, for Instagram and Facebook. And then um, once, so once those are scheduled out, I know they go live at a certain time so they could go in make sure I'm sharing them, make sure I'm commenting from each of the authors, from the publisher side, um, just so I know it's there so I can go and interact. Mm-hmm. And it takes less time. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And that's that's something that um, is new with like uh, Canva is that you can actually go in there and they have like a planner that you can do that you can schedule out for a whole month at a time. They do, it's, cool. it doesn't always work. It's a little glitchy sometimes. Yeah. Um, They've added that and Facebook Meta also added where you could add reels and stories to it since they're all connected, which has been nice. Yeah. So our big thing here is we are always on looking, we're seeking bestsellers all the time. Where do you think the best place to find a future bestseller is? So, you know, right now there's the Kindle Unlimited, you know, you look top 100. Um, I think though, finding those you know, I think I have found discovered. More, yeah, 
I think yeah. I have found more people because I did subscribe to Kindle Unlimited pandemic because I was going to do a, end away with it after my 30 days, but then they're like, oh, you get six months for $4. So yeah. <laughs> um, so that has been nice. We're looking through, I think, keywords and, you know, people use these keywords for advertising too. So I can go and look, um, Amazon will look cozy mystery Kindle Unlimited with a cat or um, mm -hmm. I'll look up alien romance Kindle Unlimited. <laughs> and, you know, you're going to get the sponsored ones who those people have paid for it. And I think that's been a way that I have found more people is just by looking through those too, just seeing what I'm in the mood for and being like, okay, it's on Kindle Unlimited if I don't like it. Right. right. And then the author gets paid at least for the few pages that you did read. So <laughs> it's not a complete loss. <laughs> And it works. So I do, my local library has a challenge where it's 20 books every year and they have 20 different categories. Oh, that's cool. Like the one I'm reading right now is fake relationship. So I'll also search through that and I try and find, you know, the less popular of those two sometimes. Right. Sure. So you look for tropes and, and keywords. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of just like looking for the frame, the authors that you've already followed. Cool. Have you found one that you think everybody should know about an author that you want to throw out there? And well, I mean, everyone should read the authors I work for. Um, if they're into cozy <laughs> um, All right. And I'm so also Melinda Chase, and there were some a couple other names you want to share. So there's Melinda Chase. There's Dee Dee Myers. Um, she does like urban fantasy, paranormal romance. Um, okay. So if I gotten into recently, who was on Penelope? So Penelope Bloom, I actually found her from a BookBub ad, which she okay. wrote. It was a paranormal rom-com, which I'd never heard of. And that just got me right away. Oh, wow. Like, that is, um, That's a fun mashup for sure. Yeah. So I had started reading her books and I'm actually reading her fake relationship romance right now, but she was one and she, ha she's been you know, in the top hundred on Amazon, but she's not a big name you see out there and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she is a fun one to read. And so that's Penelope um, Bloom. It's called uh, like I Suck, She Bites or something. It was something silly, but it <laughs> <laughs> That's a great title. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I tend to go towards those uh, strange titles. I like to see where, how they came up with them and where, where it leads. I do that sometimes with wine. When I'm trying to find a good <laughs> wine to just try, I'm like, that label looks fun. Let's do that. <laughs> you know, I was talking with some authors about that. So OPI Nail Polish, have you ever seen their names? They're always like, so oh yeah, like, they have these really fun names. Yeah. Like I'm not really a waitress and stuff. And we're like, that's kind of how you could find. So Cozy Mystery likes to play on puns for their titles. Like that's how I'm going to find all my titles now. Just go through OPI. <laughs> okay. The, it's the OPI series. Excellent. <laughs> That'd be fun. And then do you read then exclusively in Kindle or do you also read wide? So I do read wide. Um, I have Kindle Unlimited, so I've read a lot on there. Um, I read a lot through my library. Um, mm -hmm. So I have a really, really good, if people don't have the Libby app, um, that's another great way to find authors, Libby and Hoopla. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You could, there are actually a lot of bigger libraries that let you get a free card. I know Brooklyn does for all students. Um, okay. Las Vegas does, I believe. Um, even uh, Houston Harris County Library will allow you to get a library card through them. And if you're anywhere in the in the country, you don't have to live in Harris County. 
Good so, to know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there's actually, um, there's a TikToker that I know that she does mostly audiobooks and audiobooks have become really, you know, like the hot fire thing this past year. And um, a lot of libraries also through Libby and Hoopla, you can also get audiobooks. So if you're really big into audiobooks, you can get them for free through your local library. And so that's, uh, that's another way. But yeah, um, if you go to Google and you just put in uh, library cards, nationwide library cards, it should give you mm -hmm. like a list of, of um, I think there's a couple in Florida. Uh, I know Harris County, Las Vegas, Brooklyn. So yeah, there's lots of ways to get free books. And actually, by the way, this is National Library Lovers Month. Did you guys know that? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> so, so listen to us right in. for the libraries this is perfect <laughs> and i'll so uh, when, when we do our show notes for this i'll i'll get those links and put those into our show notes too so that we have those yeah. so everybody can grab books well, and is there uh, anything you could think of that we didn't ask you because we didn't know really what to ask because this is <laughs> kind of foreign for i was like i know that she works with authors <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so I do get asked, how do you get into this or how do you find someone to do this for yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you don't want to be that person, but a lot of times there are a lot of authors who are burnt out. They haven't written in a couple of years, but they want to stay in the book world or people mm -hmm. who have always wanted to write a book. Um, I think approaching them or if you are one of these people, kind of putting yourself out there like, hey, I can do this for you. Um, you know, there are a lot of us that have been in the author world forever. And some of us, you know, for whatever reason, just haven't written as much. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it is a good transition for authors to do that. Like, I think, I didn't think how valuable my skills were that I have, um, the contacts that I have. Um, Melinda actually says a lot. She goes, you're a name dropper. You're just going to say you had coffee with JK Rowling, but <laughs> <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Not live and in person anyway. <laughs> like, you know, there's a lot of people I've known through this career and some of them have been through different genres or, um, cause I actually started out writing YA too. Um, oh, okay. just going through everything. There's just so many people I've met and it might not help me right now, but I know I can help other authors. Mm -hmm. Um, so just being open to that, not just thinking, okay, I need, you know, to put out 20 books and they all need to be monster erotica and I need to be on TikTok. <laughs> all the things and I think that's that stressed a lot of authors out <laughs> yeah yeah so, we were just, just having that this third person yeah it's yeah. like so it's for, for bringing this back to you it's like it's having that other person to help you clear through the noise and focus on what needs to be sometimes and, it's good to have that outside reason voice of reason you know, it is nice that so I can kind of detach myself too so I've learned that, you know, I think when we have our own social media, we're trying to be ourselves, um, trying to like tiptoe with this. I focus almost on algorithms where it's like, I am not going to go and scroll cat videos on this account. This is my hour of work. I'm just going to look at book accounts. I'm going to post book things. I'm going to interact. Um, when it becomes like that, instead of worried about how you're like, I mean, people still know it's me, a lot of these accounts, but mm -hmm. I, if that makes sense yeah yeah no it 
it's the the algorithm game is is real. <laughs> and right. That's that's where we get stressed out because we're looking, you know, ads and that type of stuff. But if you can put that away, or even you know, even business manager, if you do this for yourself, you're like, all right, I'm going to spend an hour and I'm going to just scroll books, book talk tags, um, and do that and make videos. That's what I'm going to do. Right. Awesome. And bringing it back to what you said, a writer's job is to write, yes. you know, they, you can't, can't be a writer. You can't be an author if you're not going to get that, those words out. Yeah. 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 That so. is the hardest part. <laughs> most rewarding but yeah the hardest for sure yeah. all right well this has been fun how about would you like to do some non-book questions because we have our <laughs> random we questions, our we were random start out questions with it, we okay <laughs> all right so five questions randomly just pull them out here first one is what do you own too much of oh, and you can't say books sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm my husband says that I get crafts. They come home to die with me. <laughs> I really like buying craft supplies and pretend like I'm going to do crafts. And then I don't. <laughs> That's my craft corner. I was going to say, this is my knitting corner over here of all the knitting projects that I just am going to get to eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm That's going funny. to get to all what my craft, craft projects. What's been your most recent craft acquisition then? Um, so my cousin is getting married in June, and I'm crazy and volunteered to do all the cricket stuff for it. So I make oh. you know the table numbers, all the um, like the sign for the church, um, sure, bridesmaid shirts for the bachelorette party. All this stuff is what I decided <laughs> to take on. So shopping is it fun or is it torture? I guess if it's a craft store, we already know it's fun. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It depends on the shopping. Um, like if I'm going to Target and I can have my coffee and go sniff candles. <laughs> um, that's actually, so, you know, I'm a mom and instead now one of my friends and I, instead of like going out for dinner or something, we're like, hey, we need to run errands at Target. So one of us will pick the other up and we take turns getting the coffee and go through like our grocery list. What we need to get. That's funny. <laughs> That's fun, but it's when it's like I've got to take my kids with me to Walmart or something mm -hmm. or to buy clothes, then it's not fun. Then it's not fun. Then it's torture. See, like, I love the grocery store and so many people hate it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you an indoors person or an outdoors person? We you live know, in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I do, I do enjoy. So we actually, we moved. We live in a town of 800 people in Texas. <laughs> wow. Tiny town. Because That's we tiny. wanted land. Um, so I actually, believe it or not, enjoy being outside when it's not ice or 120 degrees. Right. <laughs> Somewhere in between. Okay. We yeah. have a pergola out back, and we were talking about getting, like, matte screens for our computers because we just like to sit outside, me and my husband. <laughs> That's cool. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's okay. I like that. All right. Do you have any tattoos? Is my mom listening to this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm an almost 40-year-old woman, and my parents still don't know I have a tattoo. <laughs> no kidding. Is it naughty or fun? I got it when I was 18. 
Um, it's a Chinese symbol right above my lady parts. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it probably says okay. it probably says dumb white girl, you know. Um, oh, <laughs> my parents don't know. My so my in-laws know because we went to Hawaii when I was in my twenties. Um, and it turns out they don't sell a lot of bathing suits in the Midwest in the winter. Um, right. Because this was like 15 years ago. So I had to buy one in Hawaii. And all they had were these like little string bikinis. Teeny <laughs> tiny, yeah. My 20s, but I'm like, well, you're going to see my tattoo. <laughs> That's all right. Absolutely. You know what? Yeah. Experiences are what make us. That's fun. Okay. What is the best snack? The best snack. You have anything um, in your pantry and refrigerator? What's the best snack? So What's my favorite go-to? snack, and I actually brought this over to an author's house the other day because my kids and my husband don't like it, but I like eggplant um, and zucchini cut up like into the strips and dip them in hummus. Oh, okay. There you delicious. go. <laughs> I will keep that one in mind. I'm not sure about the eggplant. I could do zucchini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dip it in the different hummuses. Awesome. All right. Yeah, I love Very zucchini good. too. Yeah. I, I I would be on board for that snack if you want to come to my house. I can bring that. I'll just slide on over. <laughs> <laughs> well, Megan, this has been fun and interesting to hear about the business side of things a little bit more. And um we are going to be having you back. So listeners, we're going to have Megan back because she's going to talk about the author hat that she wears. And that'll be sometime next month, I think, right? And, that and if have? you're looking for a series to start, this is an older series of Megan's, but I <laughs> loved it so much. It's her Friendship Texas series. Friendship and if Texas you, Texas. yeah, if you, if you like swimmers, if you like guys that... <laughs> our taunt and the, all that then that's a great series for you to start with sports romance so yes <laughs> it's Excellent. one of my favorites <laughs> all right well thanks so much thanks for and, joining uh, us we'll today. see you again megan yeah. all right cool oh megan was so cute okay <laughs> um uh, we're going to skip, uh, dear listeners, we're going to skip our NYB book review. That's our not yet bestseller book review. Um, neither Becca and I have had the a time to finish books <laughs> this past yes. couple of weeks. It's been crazy. And I know a lot of times I'll dive in and talk about a book that I haven't yet finished. I'll still tell you all about it. But um, I already kind of did that in the beginning. <laughs> so and, I, and you all know what I've been doing. So the, yeah, you're killing your TBR. <laughs> so what we're, we, we, we talked about this. Uh, Becca and I are each going to choose one of the recommendations from Megan Vernon. We will read it and we will bring it to the next episode. So yes. listen so to that. We'll each talk about that. And we will also dis- decide on a past uh, not yet bestseller book that we're going to review at our end of February book club, which brings me to uh, Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about that, Beck? Sure. Um, okay. If you join us in Patreon, what do you get whenever you go into Patreon? Well, we have we'll have more in-depth discussions beyond the show and so if you have questions or if somebody says something and you want to know a little bit more Izzy and I will be there to help with that discussion and maybe even bring that guest back into a discussion or if you if you know what 
we keep up our posts in there and people want to comment when we say we have Kindle Alexander coming on. If you have any questions, get them into us before the date we're recording. Right. You have you that be opportunity. Part, and you can be part of the show. So that's going to be um, exclusive. We're not opening that up in Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> so that's on Patreon. Plus, you'll also get early access to the shows. Um, our Patreon. And, and video access. Yeah. Because and video, video access. Video access for the authors who are open to that. Not all authors want to be on video. Yep. <laughs> And we also have giveaways. We have so much stuff that authors have already given us that we can give away. And so when we reach 10 Patreons, we're going to start our give giveaways. I mean, for $3 a month, I would go into a Patreon just so that I could have a chance of winning some of these uh, books that we've got. Signed paper. Other, yeah, all kinds of stuff. And that's like 15 bucks that you could win for paying $3. That's better than the lottery odds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that whole five dollars I won on the lottery. I had a really hard time uh, trying to figure out where I was going to spend that. <laughs> I won none, not even a dollar. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so so and we'll, we all have our book club meetups, and yeah. so um, we'll have those to talk about, and and we'll shout you out on the next episode when you join. Yeah, so if you want to hear your name <laughs> online on a podcast forever emblazoned in our history, <laughs> we want you. <laughs> but yeah, we, yeah, we're gonna, we have a lot of things planned for over there. That'll be a lot of fun yeah. zoom parties and all kinds of stuff. It's more fun when there's you guys there though. It's not so much right. fun just for me and Becca. Cause we talk, <laughs> we talk all the time. <laughs> we live on zoom with each other. I swear. Yeah, we do. So, um, so again, that grant application is closed. We'll have the announcement of the recipient, the lucky recipient uh, in March. And, and remember that if you enjoyed the show to please leave a review on Apple, it really does help other listeners looking for the podcast like this one. And Indeed. we will have all of our show notes uh, with all of the authors and different books that Megan talked about. And, and our links, but just if you didn't want to read, oh, real quick, it's just Romance Reader Pod, Romance Readers Podcast for everything, <laughs> at gmail.com slash Patreon. <laughs> yeah. It's Romance Readers Podcast everywhere. We got very lucky getting that name. Getting, getting that name, so. <laughs> so. Find us, message us, check out the past episodes, um, and yeah. Come, come hang with us on Facebook. We do have a private group on Facebook that we... Um, you know, put memes and talk about what's going on in everybody's lives. Ooh, and don't forget to pick up the um, uh, Dalton by Annabella. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's on sale, you know, uh, free. Bella Stone. Yeah. Two uh, more days. Dalton. Yeah. Only two more days. It's free. Uh, so make sure to grab that. Um, yep. Next time is can. Kindle Alexander. And until then, go searching for that next bestseller. Happy we reading. Love you. Happy reading. Bye. Bye. <laughs>